Everyone's soon to be getting back to work, but that doesn't mean our clients are going to be spending all their money with us all over again. In this episode of Entrepreneurial Vitamin, we're going to talk about what it looks like to have that difficult money conversation, helping our clients feel empowered, and ultimately getting your products and services sold without any stress or drama. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Patty Rappa. I've been a business owner and turnaround management coach for over 20 years, and I've seen it all. We're entering a new business climate, one with storms ahead, and it's not going to be easy, and it's certainly not going to be about the quick fix. This is about building business strength, endurance, and health. This is Entrepreneurial Vitamin. We've got this. Hey guys, welcome back to the Entrepreneurial Vitamin. I am Patty Rappa, your host. I am going to be talking a lot about our sales climate uh, this segment because, you know, it's one of these tricky subjects when it comes down to talking about money, especially right now when things are so uncertain, so many things are up in the air and it's tough. You know, we have to continue to do business and having those high trust conversations with clients. Um, maybe if you've never had those high trust conversations, maybe your products and services have just always sold well and you've never really had to get down to that nitty gritty on, you know, can you afford this or let's put together a plan that meets your budget. Um, So we're going to talk about what that looks like. We're going to talk about what it looks like to maintain our sanity and our, you know, mental just checkpoints along the way. Because as entrepreneurs, one of the things that we are taught over and over again is to never discount your service, never cheapen your value. Um, your pride starts to get a little bent, you know, a little dented. Um, you possibly coach the staff to not ever go down those routes and never allow the client to wheel and deal you. And in these times, while things are a little bit crazy, we have got to learn how to bend in those circumstances. We've got to be a little bit more pliable without losing value in ourselves, our staff, and our services, um, and our products, and keeping that level of integrity on a just up, up and up without a whole lot of fluff. And what I mean by fluff is that there's a lot of noise out there in reference to what's surrounding our products and services. Social media has done a great job of really sensationalizing um, lots of our latest products and all the rave and my latest obsession and things that people are just always raving about. And that's great. But when someone's pocketbook just doesn't give, you have to have a different kind of conversation. You really can't go down the road of like, this is all the latest rave and people just love this and people are just going to go out of their way to get it. And then you get that level of disappointment when that doesn't happen because things you know, just are not able to be performed that way when it comes down to executing a sale and getting that high dollar on everything. So there's a few things I'm going to share with you in this segment. First of all, how to ensure that you're getting those dollars without having to cheapen your prices, you know, beyond what you're comfortable with, with having some additional metrics. We're going to talk about finance options out there. The newest kind of glory child is um, payment options, payment plans that you can implement while maintaining the integrity of your product or service and still making it affordable for your client. And I'm going to share some of those payment plan options with you as well. And we're also going to talk about what it looks like to go down a discount voucher, Groupon kind of path. I know that's a big bad word in many, you know, environments, many organizations that are just so anti, you know, 
voucher and discount. But guys, the reality is, is that it's out there. People are shopping on those channels. They are looking for deals on those channels. And if you're not spending time at least looking to see what your competition's doing at the minimum on those channels, then you're really not fully informed as a true entrepreneur in the marketplace. You're kind of putting on the blinders and saying, I just don't go down those routes. I don't look at those things. They don't, those aren't my clients. And the reality is that, yeah, your clients are on there too. If Prada and Gucci and all these, and, and Tom Ford are on Groupon, then your clients are on Groupon. They wouldn't have those products on Groupon if the hiring clients weren't shopping on Groupon. So pay attention to some of these trends because I promise you, these are the things that are going to be making or breaking businesses all along the way. And the folks that are able to really kind of ride these waves and get through this this time, it's a climate, you know, we're all going to be under this one cloud for a while. The folks that are able to ride this wave are going to be able to get on the other side of it and say, yeah, that sucked. It was tough to go through those, you know, months and maybe years of, you know, having to go through all these extra steps to get that sale. But I made it through, my staff made it through, we learned, we grew, we're that much stronger on the other side of it because we learned how to be pliable and we put our egos on the shelf for a minute and let these things kind of play out in our workspace without a whole lot of drama. And that's my hope that we're going to have at the end of this and definitely sharing how I've been able to do that over the years. I have built many, many, many millions of dollars um, in revenues out of simple, non-complicated Groupon campaigns, believe it or not. I've done it over and over again, not just for my own businesses, but for my clients. And it works, guys. If you know how to upsell, and I'm going to teach you that as well, and you know how to have that high trust conversation with clients where it's not all about just deal, 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 but you're actually teasing it out in a way that makes sense to them as well as to you and your business, you will never have a problem doing any kind of discounting or promotions because you will always have the confidence that I may be getting a little bit on this front end, but I'm going to make it up on the back end. And we're going to talk about what that looks like. So let's dive in. Let's talk about what these um, types of programs look like. And let's really, um, this is going to be a couple of segments long. So we're going to touch on it this segment, and then it's going to be continued. Um, I'm going to probably do two two to three on this selling in this um, economy environment that we're in economy tested. I haven't come up with a title yet, but I'm sure I will along the way. Um, And it's just more along the lines of being more aware of what's in front of us, meeting our clients on those paths most traveled. And that's where they're traveling right now. People are looking for deals. They don't want to give up lifestyle. They don't want to give up um, their standards and their quality of life um, throughout this whole time. And so they're looking for solutions. And for you to be on those paths most traveled is just really going to benefit you in the long run. So first and foremost, let's start with what it looks like with us all going back to work this month, hopefully. Um, and how we need to begin our journey down this path. First and foremost, I had a segment last, uh, if you didn't listen to the last podcast, definitely tune into that. And it's definitely getting on the same page with your staff. Um, This is very much a staff conversation as well. You have to prepare the staff, especially if your staff is commission-based or your staff is used to making higher dollar, um, selling luxury services, or even 
working on a luxury um, pay scale, any of those things. When I say luxury, I'm talking about anything above and beyond $20 an hour. If they're making more than that, then it's luxury right now. So we have to definitely consider that they are not business people. Let's start with that. They weren't trained. They didn't go through the channels. They didn't even make a choice to be entrepreneurs. They probably went down the road of getting some sort of license or some sort of, um, you know, way of some, some training, some workshops, something, maybe some formal education to do the things they're doing to make those little higher premium dollars. Um, and when I say $20 an hour, that seems like not a lot, but in some cases it is because when you add commissions and all that stuff, it ends up sometimes being 40 and 50 and more per hour. Um, so definitely that range, if, if your staff is anywhere in that range, these are fundamentals that you'll want to definitely implement along the way. So that trust conversation, high trust conversation, needs to start with them because they're the ones ultimately they're going to be working with the client. If they feel like they're getting gypped, their level of commitment to that client, which is ultimately your brand, isn't going to be at 100% and you don't want that. So the first thing to do is to include them in the conversation as to what it looks like, to what your budgeting looks like. Um, share your P&Ls with them. I never understood when um, owners and entrepreneurs that are working with people especially that are commission-based or work on a per client basis or on a contract basis, any of those levels, don't share financials because it's so important for them to see what it looks like. And this, and some folks actually, there's a couple of fear factors with this. It's first, well, I don't want to share my financials because then they're going to learn how I make my money and then they may leave and go off and do it on their own. I guarantee nine out of 10 people are going to see how you make your money. They're going to want the headaches that you have every day. So they're not going to go out and do it on their own. And then the one that does is probably not going to know how to just do everything that you do. So don't fear that factor. And the other thing is, is that is I don't want them to see how broke we are. That's the other, you know, common one that I, I've encountered. And the reality is, is that sometimes people need to feel like heroes. They need to feel like they're helping out. So if they actually see that you are a little bit in debt and that you have challenges, especially right now, that's okay for them to take a look behind the curtain and see what kind of challenges and, and what, and I promise you, you can say this to your staff and mean it with a thousand percent certainty, nobody out there, absolutely nobody right now can guarantee that they have got, they may have money sitting in the coffers. They may have a trust fund. They may have all kinds of money sitting aside. Nobody knows what kind of circumstances are going to arise from this. The stock market is up and down every day and no one can guarantee those staff members, even if they say, oh, well, you know, I see that you don't have a lot of money and I just, I need to maybe find someone that has a little bit more security so I can guarantee my job security. You can have that conversation with those staff people and say, you know what, that's great. But that, that doesn't guarantee anything. And you know why? Because there are giant conglomerates right now, CEOs of giant, I mean, you just Google CEOs uh, stepping down, Google CEOs stepping down, and you will see a list of giant Fortune 500 companies, you know, giant conglomerates losing their ass. And so when you have that kind of activity happening, no buddy can guarantee job security. So you can go in full confidence that if your P&Ls or your, you know, bottom line doesn't look as attractive and you're kind of shy to show them that, don't be because no one, no one's looking pretty, even if they've got money sitting there and no one can call anybody out on that because no one has lived through this before. So in those aspects, it's important to definitely pull the curtain back, let the staff see what's going on, make them part of what I always say, the co-created outcome. 
the co-created solution because that's going to get buy-in from the staff. That's going to get commitment. That's going to get everyone on board. And when someone goes sideways and there's always that one staff member that does, God bless them, always that one, never fails. When someone goes sideways, the other staff members are going to set them right because you can't cover all the bases on your own. As an entrepreneur, you just can't. It doesn't we just don't have enough bandwidth. We need our people to help us. And in this case, we need our people to do damage control. We need them to watch out for the, the ones that stand around in the hallways bitching. Love those, those folks. Yeah. The ones that, yeah, this isn't right. Oh, I don't like this. And this just doesn't feel like I wish it was like the old days and that sort of, that's toxic to any organization. And so when you have those folks, when you have those email threads or those text threads, love those too, bitching about everything, condition the folks that are very much in favor of living positive lives and having true growth to put that shit out, knock it right out. And not come tattletale to you because you're not going to do anything about it. You've got 10 million other things to worry about. But just knock that down. Put that fire out before it starts. Turn it around. Make it a positive, And I promise you, you will be that much further ahead. So that buy-in factor on all these levels is so incredibly important. Why is it so important? Because the next piece is to get them now buying in to the discounting piece. Well, if they've seen the front end and they see, okay, things are a little tight, things are tough, we've had to cut corners, we've had to cut staff, we've had to work on different levels, now we got to give some breaks on a pricing level, I'm not going to get all bent out of shape on this. I understand the context. I am, I've been honored by my employer to see the writing on the wall, and I've been asked to become a part of the solution. So I am going to then become a part of that solution. And part of that is to actually help to rebuild this business that is hurting right now because of where we all are. And so that piece is super important as we're going down there. And I'm saying this because a lot of folks will go right out the door and they'll start offering promos and discounts to clients and not even include the staff and then tell the staff what needs to happen. And then the staff feels like they've been left out of the loop, told they need to do. And before they know it, you know, they, they're looking at other, uh, other options, other solutions, and maybe they do encounter someone that will include them in the outcome. So that's why it's so important to start with your staff. Next is to start thinking about what you're going to offer. How do we know what we're going to offer? We'd say, okay, well, I've had a, I had a price point of $100 on this service. And now I'm looking at my numbers and I can get them in if I discount it 25%. But what if the economy falls by, you know, 30% and then they have to make that happen? Couple of options there. First, I'm going to talk about what it looks like for finance options. There are some programs out there that are guaranteeing financing. First of all, if you are working with a uh, point of sale system that allows you to do payment plans, I very much encourage you to sit down, put your menu in front of you, Scratch paper next to that and start detailing it out what your minimum costs need to be. And what I mean by minimum costs is to go down the road of saying, okay, these are my hard costs. If I'm doing, and I'll use the spa for an example, I'm doing a facial, I need to be able to guarantee the cost of product. I need to guarantee the cost of my, my cost of goods, which is my cost of my staff person. And I need to factor in the cost of the rent because a lot of times we leave that off and we're like, yeah, well, we have to pay the rent no matter what. No, factor it in, divide you know, 30 days into your rent premium. If you pay $5,000 a month, 
Divide that by 30, then divide it by your, you know, 10 hours a day that you're open and you will have a cost per hour. And if a treatment costs an hour, you will know what that treatment number will be. So add that in as well. As you're navigating through these, you're going to have your hard costs set. You'll know that absolutely bar none, no exceptions. I have got to make a minimum on that. Now multiply that number by two. So then you know that you have some, at least a 50% buffer. If you're at about $50, per instance, in this, in this scenario, let's say our hard costs are $25, and we multiply that times two and it's $50, but our retail has always been $100. Everyone's always sold this service for $100, and I'm actually pretty conservative because a lot of people actually sell it for $150, so I feel like I'm already discounted. But I know that if I sell it for $50, then I'm not going to lose my ass. I'm still going to make a profit on that. It may be a whole lot less profit than I'm used to, but I think I can probably get away with that. So the next thing at that point, then you have your fluff room. And what I call fluff room is that room to kind of breathe and say, okay, I had my hard cost covered, had my minimum, you know, my doubling. So I know I'm going to make a profit for my, my business. And then I have anywhere, I have a $50 margin. We have that fluff room anywhere between, um, you know, 50 to a hundred dollars. I can now work within that discounting zone. A couple of ways you can do that. You can offer payment options where you don't discount anything at all. You can say, okay, as long as I make 50 bucks on the front end, I can afford to do a payment plan for this service. Maybe break it up into two to three payments. We like to use the MindBody system. It's kind of our go-to. It has a, a, a feature in it, and I'm not endorsing MindBody by any means. I mean, I like them, but there's so many out there. Um, but it has a payment option where you can just pick one, two, three, four, five, whatever many payments, um, minimum deposit, and then the system will actually auto draw once a month those payments. And you will be making that little bit of income all trickled in throughout the next 12 months, which is sooner or later going to get you your $100 into your bank account, but it just doesn't come immediately. Or maybe if you discounted a little bit, maybe it's $75. But the key is, is that you made your hard costs and you made your profit margin from the get-go so that you're not losing your butt on the front end and you can still offer flexibility. The next thing is we have recently actually signed up with some different programs that are super you know, helpful in doing those payment plans. Um, we signed up with, um, there's Lending USA, which is fabulous at really getting um, some really good preliminary financing, zero dollars down. Um, and then also, you also get a um, six months of interest-free financing. So if someone doesn't, say their credit cards are maxed during this time and they just can't do it, but their credit's still okay and they want no interest, then this Lending USA platform is phenomenal. You set it all up. Within two days, you have your money and you can still offer payment plans. We were doing cool sculpting at the spa for as little as like $62 a month when these packages were like $3,000, but they could bring it down to like $62 a month, have it paid within six months and didn't pay any interest whatsoever. They just had to do a simple, literal five-minute um, application uh, with us in the office, and it was like no big deal. And then there are programs that are allowing you to do a payment plan with no credit check. There's a great solution out there called Denefits that has given us the option to do a no credit check 
option for the client. That means that, um, and the reason why we like this is because you don't want to do a whole lot of financing. Now, the first option, let me just kind of prelude with this. The first option that I just laid out where you do a payment plan, you want to make sure that like those hard costs are covered, but you also want to make sure you're not extending credit. So at that point, it's like all of your costs are covered, so you're not really extending a whole lot of credit. The second one, something like benefits, you would be able to do a um, credit payment plan without a credit check and they will do all the collecting for you. So what happens is let's say you're, you're again, we're back to that um, scenario, $100 service. You want to offer them a payment plan of maybe three or four payments, um, and but you don't want to have to collect. You don't want to have to go through that. So what they'll do is that they'll guarantee payments. You get your monthly payments and you're able to then create that trickle in income. You're extending credit, but they're the ones taking on that liability. So let's say if a client doesn't pay, you're still going to get your payment. They're going to collect on that. And it's all done by credit card processing and so on. So they have that complete operation set up. They're endorsed by so many big conglomerates. Um, I'm confident trying them out. I'm in, my, in the same boat of trying some new, some new options for the clients. So those are some of the ways that I plan to definitely get some, you know, options in front of the client when, you know, a two, $3,000 expense, even a $500 expense is too much for them. Say, so you know what, don't worry. We're going to be able to break this up a little bit for you. Now, before before we get to that, though, we, let's talk a little about what it looks like to actually have that high trust conversation. A lot of us haven't had that high trust conversation, as we, you know, discussed earlier. A lot of us have had great, you know, just you don't have to really get into the money because people just had it and they just bought it, and there was no question about it. Especially if you were selling higher end stuff to higher, you know, and you know, seeking people and they're wanting to spend their money and all that stuff. It hasn't been a problem, but maybe now it is. So, how do you have that high trust conversation? Well, first and foremost. We we check that box. We've got the staff on board. They're going to be fine with, you know, going down this road and we're going to need to train them on how to do it because it is a touchy subject. Um, People are going to be feeling vulnerable right now. Number one. Number two, no one wants to be discounted and made to feel like, okay, you can't afford these services. I remember one time I went into one of these, um, I just moved to LA. I spent all my money just to move to LA. Um, and I went in for a service. It was at a med spa and I was just looking to get some basic stuff done, some injectables and stuff. And, um, there was a promo or something I didn't want to put on a credit card because I had just expended my credit cards to the limit and all this stuff. And I want to take out more credit, none of that. So I signed up for their like in-house thing. And the girl was like, so you're going to have to, um, pick a or B you can't do both. And talk to me like I was literally like, poor and didn't, couldn't afford even to breathe the same air she had. And so I was just like, um, yeah, so I'm not going to do either, but thanks. And then I actually went to another place and got the same service and was treated fine and was able to finance a program with them. So it was like, yeah, didn't feel good. Didn't. And, and, the, and I never went back to that first place because of how I was talked to. And that's the biggest thing right now is that people that are used to making money, if they're in a situation right now where they were laid off or they're having to work within, you know, confined, you know, boundaries of budgeting and all that stuff, they're certainly not going to tolerate some, you know, staff person that you're telling now they're going to have to discount to 
talk down to them in any way, shape, or form. So the first thing is to have that, oh, you know what? We've got some really great promos right now. They're very much you know, in the name of stimulating our economy, our business, the things that we want to do. So we're excited to share those with you. Is that okay? Always ask permission. Always ask if it's okay to share some of the things we have going on. Because what that's going to do is it's going to give, and first of all, it's going to empower the client to agree to having, going down this path and having this conversation with whoever, you know, you have having this, you know, uh, finance conversation with. And then it's also going to set, it's going to bring the wall down. It's going to set the tone as to we are having a mutual understanding that we're exploring options. You're not talking down to me as someone that can't afford your services. Big, huge difference. Big, big difference. So is that okay if we actually, if we um, share some of these with you? Yeah. Okay, great. So here's um, what we're looking at. We have this great option where you can actually get no money down. Um, We have three options for each day. First is an in-house, you know, finance option where we will do a monthly uh, breakdown. This is what it looks like. Needs to be paid off a little sooner than six months. Probably three months is the most we can go out on that one, but there's no interest and you can pay as you go. Second one is an in-house financing where there's still no interest, goes a little longer, about six months or so. Um, and it's a, you know, you have to qualify with, um, you know, doing a, a soft hit credit check. And then our third option is we do a no credit check, goes out about 12 months, but there is up to 16% interest on that. And it does require a small deposit. Which one of these would be more of your favorite or what would you feel more comfortable um, for us to kind of dive deeper into? Um, That's how you structure a conversation with the client and you empower the client all along the way. What do you feel is, is more along the lines of what you'd like to explore? Um, Definitely don't go down the road of what what does it look like for your budget? What can you afford? None of those types of you know dialogues need to happen. Just what what looks good to you? How do you feel about this? And again, empower, empower, empower the client to feel like they are in control. If they get impatient, if they get hostile, if they get short, it's not you. It's that they're having their own internal conversation with themselves about. God, I should be able to afford this shit. I, I used to be able to afford this shit. Why can't I afford this shit? I hate this. I hate this Corona thing. I hate this. I hate that I got laid off. I hate my boss. I hate my life. I hate, you know, the fact that I have to like make sacrifices right now. And, you know, I just want to go eat a cupcake. That's kind of along the lines of what I have going on in my head. So um, I can imagine that a lot of folks have that kind of conversation. And I can tell you it's very real and it's very daunting. So it's important that we acknowledge that. And if you find that they're fidgeting or they find that they're hurrying you up, they don't want to explore the options or they just, they're getting impatient with you and stuff like that, take a minute, breathe and look at them and say, you know, this is stuff that we're, we're, we're dealing with this with everybody. All kinds of folks are going in and everyone's having the same, we're having this conversation with everybody that's coming through. In fact, I've talked to probably about five people, you know, about their options today. Um, It's pretty common right now. Third party story it. Third party stories are magnificent because what that does is it takes the pressure off of them. It helps them understand that they're not alone in this boat of, you know, it's not sinking with them only in it. 
They don't feel that pressure of like, this person's judging me. I must be the only person that's ever come in here that can't afford these services now. All of that goes away when you third party story it and you just let them know, oh my gosh, so many people are in this boat right now. We're all, we're having these conversations all day long. And it's kind of comical because it's like, you know, it's like, yeah, let's figure out creative ways to get that beauty treatment. And you make fun, make it a fun factor and you make it a fun experience versus tense tension or, you know, what, what thing, you know, what they can't afford or anything like, and that's how you overcome a lot, a lot of what this resistance is going to be, you know, formulating as you're going along you're like, what's happening right now? This person's getting impatient with me. This person's getting really just kind of short with me. What did I do? What did I say? No, it's just that they're having this internal, you know, dialogue with themselves and it's a tough time and they're having to make decisions. Everyone's having to make decisions. So that's part, you know, of the process of really getting that client's wall to come down, offering some options. And in the process, as you're going along, you are reassuring them. So let's say they chose option A and just let them know, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to finance in-house where it would do no money, um, no, no interest. I'm going to make a payment plan option. Um, awesome. This feels good. And when they're done, congratulate them, congratulate them for doing you know, this for themselves and for helping you. That's the last piece of this. Because at the end of the day, people want to feel helpful. And the fact that they feel that they're actually helping you better serve them will make them feel amazing. So to look at them and say, oh, glad we could work this out and make this, you know, happen today. Thank you so much, by the way, for being flexible and working through these. You know, it's a tough time right now. We're having these conversations with everyone and it's just kind of nice to be able to come to these, you know, solutions with everyone. It's a win-win for everyone. And you really helped not, you know, make this a stressful day for us because we've, we are always kind of like making sure we're, we're, keeping the, the, the positive and all that stuff, little things like that. And then they'll go off on, oh, you know what? Yeah, I've just had a stressful situation too and my life and this. And like, they may share something going on at home. They may tell you that stuff that's going on, you know, trying to find work or even at their work and stuff like that. So they will relate to the fact that you are so grateful that they went down these, you know, channels with you, worked it out, made it happen. And at the end of the day, you get the hero status because that's really what it's all about when it comes down to client clients for life is that they look at you as a trusted source. They look at you as someone that is going to be looking out for their best interest, that you empathize, that you don't just put up boundaries and walls when they can't afford something. And ultimately that your team and the rest of your staff is right there with you, helping you create these solutions and build this out in a way that makes sense for them. So anyhow, those are some points on ways to kind of start massaging the landscape, getting it ready for the folks that are going to come in that are maybe getting a little bit challenged with their finances. Next segment, I'm going to really deep dive deep into the um, discount services uh, with vouchers and group hunting and that sort of thing. I didn't want to make this too heavy of a segment. Um, and that one gets a little bit more detail has a lot more pieces to the puzzle because those folks are taking about 50% of the, the, you know, income right off the top. And you got to learn how to get that back in creative ways. So we're going to dive deep in that. So I'm going to wrap on that guys. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Thank you for tuning into entrepreneurial vitamin and I will catch you in the next segment. Take care.